Get ready for some fantasy football fights that will chill your bones and shatter your soul. Producer Ian, hit the spooky music. What's up? What's good? It's your boy, Big Gain, your host, JJ, and this is the Fantasy Daydreamers Podcast. You guys can follow us on Twitter at FFDaydreamers and on Instagram at Day underscore Dreamer Media. Again, I'm your host, JJ. You guys can follow me on Twitter at JJ Daydreamers with me today, Ryan. What's up, guys? You guys know the Twitter, R-O-K-K-O. Rocco. Daydreamer. And Keone is here with me. Blah! <laughs> I liked it. Uh, hello, everybody. It is I, Keone, or Dracula. Hmm. No. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Daydreamer Keone. Yeah, yeah. For more spine-tingling tweets. Happy Halloween. Yes. See y'all. Or Halloween well, episode. Hall- Halloween, yeah, weekend <laughs> episode. Um, if you are watching this or uh, seeing any videos later, you can see we're dressed up. This is what we do here. We take everything very seriously. Paramount. <laughs> the the costumeness of Halloween. So, yeah. The definition of professional. What is your guys' favorite candy to get on Halloween? My favorite candy. I do love Reese's, and I love the Twizzlers, like the small ones. Oh, those are so fresh and small, or and like soft. And you could peel them apart. Yeah, they're yeah. perfect. Those are the best Twizzlers like the, in the world. Those are the best Twizzlers. I will agree with that. I'm not a Twizzler guy, but those are the best Twizzlers. Probably because there's such a little amount that you eat at a time. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, it might be boring, but it's, you can't mess Smarties. with Smarties. You can't go for the. <laughs> I love Smarties. <laughs> they are boring. Smarties. <laughs> Uh, you know, if you're gonna shoot for the king, you gotta gotta be make sure you're accurate. But Reese's, yeah, Reese's. It's, I guess, Re- yeah, Reese's is number one. I guess we'll see uh, Reese's be number one later in this episode too. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do have a few things to go over. We got some news, some trick or treat, and then candy mayhem. So let's get into the news. Mark Ingram, running back, is being traded from the Houston Texans to the New Orleans Saints. Does this matter to you guys? Um, does is he replacing Alvin Kamara in He's some not way? Replacing Alvin Kamara. Um, I don't think it affects Alvin Kamara that much. I do think that David Johnson gets a little boost though, maybe a little Philip Lindsay. I know you guys weren't that excited about it. Not but super excited, but I will agree he probably gets a little bit of a boost. Yeah, you know, and they running back with a pulse is also good. So maybe I'll put him on the end of the bench. Yeah, maybe. I mean, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, but do you think in some weird scenario, he uh, Mark Ingram takes over for Taysom Hill? I think Mark Ingram is going to be a locker room guy there. Mm. Going back to the Saints, he was a locker room guy before. He was a locker room guy on the Ravens. He was the starting back here for the Texans, but I feel like it didn't matter that much because it was the Texans. Yeah. Next up, quarterback Mike White. What? What? 
Okay, quarterback Mike White will start for the Jets. It will not be Joe Flacco this week. Oh, boo. Yeah, he's not joining the team until Friday, so they felt like he didn't have enough time to prepare. But he's elite. He's something. <laughs> I do expect Michael Carter to get a lot of touches, a lot of dump downs. Uh, White targeted him, I think, like eight times last week. After um, Garbage time. Yeah, exactly. I do expect garbage, garbage. time. But garbage. Michael Carter is the guy. Antonio Brown is doubtful to play this week for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I mean, we saw Mike Evans and Chris Godwin go off last week. Do you guys think it happens again this week? I think Chris Godwin, uh, Mike Evans plays horrible against Marshawn Lattimore. True. Gets destroyed every every year. So mm-hmm. I expect that to happen. I expect Tom Brady to Godwin, Scotty Miller, Tyler Johnson. Those guys are going to get touches. Oh. Well, hopefully for Godwin, he gets... Three this time, as opposed to Mike Evans' three last week. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. They'll trade. And our last little bit of news, Alan Lazard, wide receiver for the Green Bay Packers, will not be playing tonight, as well as wide receiver Devontae Adams. Marquez Valdez-Scantling is traveling with the team. He's going to be a game-time decision. If he plays, are you guys starting him up? No, I think I would start Randall Cobb. If Randall I had to start Cobb. Robert Tunyon, if he's available, mm-hmm. I would pick him up. Randall Cobb and Aaron Jones, I yep. think, are the three stars of this of this week for the Packers. Yes, I agree. Definitely Tunyon and Jones, and then Absolutely. probably more Cobb than Scantley because he's coming off that injury, and we're not sure if he's going to play. Where do you stand with A.J. Dillon? Uh, A.J. Dillon really, really takes over, not in garbage time, but like when they're up by a garbage. couple scores because uh, they weren't trying to run the game out. But he did fumble last week, and it was a lot of Aaron Jones. And that game wasn't even that close. It was close. I mean, kind of close. A lot of things happened. But I think this game is going to be very tight, uh, high-scoring game. Maybe A.J. Dillon gets in the end zone, but I'm not counting on it. Yeah. They're going to need to rely on their their go-to guys in order to stay up with the, the Cardinals. All right. That'll do it for the news. Let's move on to the trick or treat. All right. So I'm going to give you some players and you tell me if they are a trick for week eight or if they are a treat for week week eight. First up, Miles Gaskin running back for the Miami Dolphins. They are playing at the Buffalo Bills this week. What do you guys think? Miles Gaskin, trick or treat? I'm going to say trick. What was what the Bills played the Dolphins? It was like 35-0. Couple, what was that? A couple weeks ago? Mm. No, I, I know Tua is actually playing because Tua got hurt that game, but... Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not loving it. Yeah, I I don't know if I can trust this man, and I don't want to call him a treat only to be tricked. So therefore, just based off that, that means he's a trick for for this week. Yeah, they got skunked in uh, week two, right? Yeah, thirty five nothing. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you guys. They don't give him touches. Yeah, or they don't give him enough touches to even with succeed. even with Malcolm Brown going on IR. I, well, like. Against Jacksonville, that was great matchup. You know, should have done well, and then like didn't get the ball really at all. So it's like, what are, who, how, like, what type of game is he going to have? And I just don't know. So I can't trust him to be a treat. I don't want to be tricked. All right. Next up, Michael Pittman, wide receiver from the Indianapolis Colts versus the Tennessee Titans this week. Where you guys go with Michael Pittman? Is he a trick or a treat? I think he's a treat. I agree. Triple-filled treat of goodness for Michael Pittman. 
Uh, I mean, the Titans aren't great defense. I know they did, you know, what they did against the Chiefs, but that was more the Chiefs doing it to themselves. Um, I do think Michael Pittman, with all the injuries, it really forces him to be the number one guy. Uh, Carson Wentz and him yeah. have really had a good connection this year. He's, he's definitely stepped into that number one role. Carson Wentz has stepped up a little bit in these past few games. He's looking better. Michael Pittman has definitely benefited from being, I mean, Carson Wentz is one of the few quarterbacks that's still willing to throw it downfield kind of recklessly. And it's worked out quite a bit for Michael Pittman. Because, you know, thumbs up for that. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. He has a he has a decent catch percentage of of seventy percent on the year, um, and if he can find the end zone, that's even better. It's not necessarily guaranteed, but I do think this team is getting more in sync and and better, as I've said before. And I don't know if he's going to be a treat you save for last, but he's definitely going to be tasty. So I like that. <laughs> uh, all right, last up here. Darrell Williams running back for the Kansas City Chiefs versus the New York Giants kind of let you down last week, really let you down last week. Is he a trick or a treat in week eight? So this one is interesting because this is the like a caveat. So it, it's, or this is depending on the amount of touches you get. And I know that's kind of, like I, I kind of said that with Miles Gaskin, but this one is for sure. Like if he doesn't get more than 10 touches, both on the ground and in the air, he just doesn't do well. He doesn't have a good game. But if he does get more than 10 touches, he has a decent to good, great game. So it all depends on how many touches they give him. And they need to run the ball more if they're going to be successful because what they're doing now is is not. Trick. Easy. I think uh, it's going to be a lot of passing. Um, it seems like you really need to get Patrick Holmes going. I think you're going to just focus on Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey. If you notice, against the bad teams, they're blowing them out. Against the good teams, they're losing. I think the Giants are a bad team. I think this is going to be, let's make this the biggest news on Tuesday type of game. Yeah. The Giants are also without their safety, star safety, Jabril Preppers. And I think that really hurts them. I think the Chiefs are hungry, 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 hungry for a win. Um I think Darrell Williams definitely has a chance to benefit from that. So I'll say he's a he's a treat this week. All right, that'll do it for our trick or treat segment. Let's move on to some candy mayhem. I thought you were gonna do an like evil laugh with that. I'm not gonna lie, no, I can't, I can't candy can't. mayhem. <laughs> <laughs> you had to drop the whole time. You had to drop the whole time. I was waiting for him to be like mayhem, and he didn't do it. I'm sorry, I didn't know. Let's let's reach out. Let's just do it right now. Now let's move on to some candy mayhem. <laughs> um, nom 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 nom. <laughs> <laughs> all right, first up for the candy mayhem. We all know it. We all love it. Reese's. This is going to be the MVP of the fantasy season so far. Who is your guys's Reese's cup? I can go first, I guess. Um, so for me. I'm going in the parameters for MVP that in this argument that they're the most important for that team. And they're also doing fantastic in fantasy. It's DeAndre Swift. And it's also because I don't know if a lot of people put him as high as he is performing right now. And I think that was because of the team that he plays on, the Lions. But he is the most important and necessary aspect of that team. He's basically 
the majority, if not basically like all that offense, it seems, because TJ Hawkinson isn't really performing to the level that we thought he would or really want him to. And then basically their receivers are not really like he is their receiver almost. Yeah. Him and Jamal Williams are like acting as their receivers. Can't even name any of their receivers' names. I, I mean, yes. it, you might as you don't really need to. Um, and I think without him, like the Lions would be so bad that they could easily be zero and eight right now. Even though there's only been seven games, that's how much that's how important he is to that team. He's the top five running back. He's a beacon of hope, and he's scored at least in five out of the seven weeks, both in on the ground and through the air. He's just so important to that team and for your fantasy team as well. Yeah. I like that one. We're talking about most important to their team. I know the real fancy MVP is Derrick Henry. Number one, because he has literally dominated on the ground, but his receiving work has picked up, which is why everyone couldn't rank him number one before. He has 18 receptions. Last year, he had 19. That That is incredible. Uh, Again, every, it seems, I think, every game except for week one, he had more than 20 touches. They're feeding him. He's on pace for 400 rushes and could be back-to-back 2,000-yard seasons. He already has 10 touchdowns, which is four more than anyone else. He is number one in fantasy points per game, just dominating. I mean, I feel like Derek playing as Derrick Henry might be the scariest thing in fantasy. It's never safe. Yeah, I, I mean, it's yeah. destroyed me multiple times already. All right, my MVP, Cooper Cup. He's the wide receiver one right now through seven weeks. He's averaging 23.2 fantasy points a game. Outscoring the second on that list is Jamar Chase by 33.7 points. He leads the NFL in targets, receptions, receiving yards, receiving touchdowns. Cooper Cup has clearly become Matthew Stafford's favorite target. Even whenever it's a, quote, Robert Woods day, Cup still gets 10 targets, 92 yards, seven receptions. He just doesn't happen to get into the end zone. Uh, so Cooper Cup, yeah, wide receiver one. And uh, shout out to Ryan because I drafted a lot of Cooper Cup this season because of you. Everything I said in the article has happened. All right. Just, just shouting it out. I completely agree. <laughs> So, next up, who is someone that tricks you into thinking they're good, but really they're bad, they're terrible, they're garbage? Garbage. They are raising it. Ooh. Disappointed! Yeah, I'm disappointed whenever I get raising it. Yeah, because it's like, oh, it's a chocolate thing, and then it's like, no, it's fruit. Yeah, it turns <laughs> out, meh. Turns out terrible. And it's not like them giving you an apple where you know ahead of time, or you know right away. It's like, oh, I hate you right now. No, it's like, yay, chocolate. No. Well, this is a slam dunk for me. Alan Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this everyone we had all three of us had him in their top twelve in the beginning of the season. Uh he was a you know top three round to four round draft pick and he has failed. I think he has what one touchdowns on the season. Um the offense he's in is horrible. I just it's really hard. I mean, every week you have to think about, am I starting this guy? Some people are trying to drop him in leagues. It's just when Daryl Mooney is out here out-targeting him, you know, or I just plainly outscoring him, it's just hurtful, you know? I That's one of the biggest fantasy busts I could ever remember. Yeah. Man, it's rough. I agree. Uh, I have Cordero Patterson running back from the Atlanta Falcons. He has been great this season. I'm not taking anything away from him. He's the running back nine right now, and he's been one of the few 
if not only bright spots on this Falcons team. But now Calvin Ridley and Kyle Pitts are starting to figure things out. Patterson's not going to be scoring as many touchdowns as he did, like in like he did in the beginning of the season. He definitely still needs to be rostered and probably played everywhere. But if you're thinking about trading for him in Dynasty, if you're thinking about trading for him to do what he did in the beginning of the season, at the end of the season, it's not going to return value. He's just not that guy. Does it scare you that Mike um, Mike, Mike Davis, Davis only got that four-touch game? No. No? Not really. I mean, especially if you're thinking long-term about Cordell Patterson, we've seen him in the NFL for years now. We know what he is, and he's having a great season, but this is not who he is as an NFL player. You're goddamn right. Yeah, the the, the long game definitely yeah. goes to Wayne Gallman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, my my uh, raisinette player is is Keenan Allen, because much like Allen Robinson, one there's another player on his team who is outscoring him, who you drafted probably after him, and he also only has one touchdown on the season. He's either wide receiver thirty or later, whereas Mike Williams has taken that number one spot at the wide, re- wide receiver position on that team, and he's like a top 10 wide receiver. So, and he also, Keenan Allen has two more targets than Mike Williams, but clearly there's a difference of at least 20 wide receiver spots between them. So I think for him, he, he you drafted him high, and then he's just not performing to the level that you expect from drafting him high. Mike Williams is performing at that, that, at that level so Keenan Allen isn't, and I guess he still has a chance to do well this season, but it's looking like that offense is favoring Williams over Allen in terms of scoring, at least. Yes, yeah, in terms of touchdowns. Which, which yeah. is the most important part of it. That's where all your points comes from. Yeah. All right. Who is an overrated player? Who is a Milky Way? Just, man, disappointed that, you have this. Don't really want it. Not the last candy you eat, but down there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's going to be Darren Waller. Uh, since week one, 10 receptions, 19 targets, 105 yards, and a touchdown. He scored one touchdown, has had, hasn't had a game over five receptions, and hasn't reached over 65 yards. Uh, tight end seven on the year. It seems like every team's goal is to shut this man down. I, it's, I mean, you draft him as your tight end too. I saw him in many leagues being drafted in third or second round or early second or late second round. Uh, this is not the guy you want. You know what I mean? When, Dar- <laughs> when Dawson Knox is above you, Dalton Schultz, all these guys, it's really disappointing to dra- draft one of those big tight ends and for it not to work out. Yeah, I agree. For me, I know this might be a little bit of a hot take because of how he's like what position he is in right now, but Tyreek Hill. I think he's been a bit overrated this season just because of the way that offense is playing. And you probably draft him, drafted him as your number one wide receiver, but he's basically 3-3-1 three, three, and one in terms of he has three booms, he has three busts, and then he has like an okay game. That's not what you're wanting from your top wide receiver that you drafted. And granted, when he does boom, he shits off. But I need to have, you know, that around like 18 plus point games consistently and he's not consistent and those games that he's not doing well are pretty bad and that's hurting your fantasy team because you know you're playing him and he's just not getting you wide receiver one points 
So, but like besides the weeks that he does, but it's not consistent enough. And that offense is just relying on trying to catch up and it's causing them to turn over the ball. And Patrick Mahomes is throwing so many interceptions. And so they're just not him and Kelsey are both suffering from that. And I don't know unless they dramatically fix it, if it'll change. I completely agree. If it doesn't, it feels like they don't produce touches for him. Like they, like he runs a lot of routes, but like it felt like last year, every game, at least one play, he was going to push a little push pass or a screen. It feels like they've kind of gone away from that a little bit. I don't, I don't really understand. Yeah. My overrated player is going to be Mike Evans. Mike Evans is really good, but he is, he just scores touchdowns. No preach, bro. I, I, mean, I completely agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's scored touchdowns in three games. He just has six touchdowns. I mean, he got half of those in this last game. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he has seven touchdowns. Sorry oh. about that. Um, yeah, seven. And he scored three in the last game. Yeah. Uh, he has produced a little bit more, but the game before that, two receptions for 27 yards. I don't really want that. I mean, 75 yards, but week one, three receptions, 24 yards. I mean, Mike Evans, yeah, he's the wide receiver seven right now. But, oh, man, he is just so overrated. Chris Godwin is the better receiver on that team. Uh, Gronk not being there really, like, helps Mike Evans mm. because there's Brady's go-to touchdown guy. Yeah. It's Gronk. So then Mike Evans definitely benefits off that. Gronk should be returning soon. Yeah, I think Mike Evans is definitely overrated. Yeah, with with uh, Gronk coming back, that definitely favors Godwin over Evans. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Who is an underrated player? Who is a nerd? You get that pack of nerds, and you're like, "All right, Dan, this is not chocolate. I'm a, all of them at the same time. Yeah, just shove that whole yeah, box yeah. in there. <laughs> I agree. What's your favorite flavor of nerds? All of them. Ah, I'm just kidding. Uh the red one? I don't even know what the flavor is. Cherry, so. probably. Yeah. Cherry? Grape. I'm going strawberry, which is like the pink one. Mm. I'll go grape. Okay. So we got all the basic flavors of nerds covered. Nice. Yep. All right. Who's your guys' nerds of football? Foot- <laughs> fantasy season. Uh, for me, it's Hollywood Brown. Uh, really put on. I mean, if you take out that Detroit game when, again, he dropped all those passes. Um, realistically he's had a great season he has more receptions than deandre hopkins more yards than justin jefferson and more touchdowns than tyreek hill uh putting up wide receiver seven numbers um i just i I don't ever think about him like i'm not like oh this guy's a top rater i don't i don't rate him that high whenever we rank them um but he just really put on a great season yeah i agree uh he's always in like that 20 to 24 range. Yeah, for me and he produces way higher. Yeah, and he's always up there. I mean, I yeah, I agree with that. Wide receiver, what, number six right now in the season? Yeah, and and I mean, he took over for Mark Andrews. He's yeah. the number one, and I know Bateman's coming back, but doesn't doesn't. I don't think you. it affects. I don't think it affects ba- or Brown. I think it affects Andrews more. Well, speaking of tight ends, it's time to get down with the sickness. Ooh, ah, 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 ah. Uh, Mike Gusecki is the number three tight end of the season. And to many, to many people's surprise, I don't think a lot of us had him being so high um, right now, but he is tied for fourth with the most targets by a tight end this season. 
And he seems to be like a crucial part to that Miami team. Even though Miami's not the best offense, it seems to be him and Waddle who are the who are the guys that are being thrown the ball on that team. And there's a lot of times where you see him and he's just, you know, does the whole tight end, I'm bigger than you. And he just grabs the ball higher, like taller than in the other um the defender. And he last week it worked and he got a touchdown out of it. And I think that's his biggest thing. He needs to get more touchdowns. But there's been four out of the seven weeks that have been played where he's had the mid-teens, and that's great for a tight end. That's what you want for your tight end, if not, you know, and that's, that's, I'll take that every, every day. I agree. Yeah, I like that. Last two games, I mean, two has passed 40 and 47 times. They're, they are a pass-first team. And Gusecki and, yeah, you're right, Gusecki and Waddle are the first two targets. Mm-hmm. All right, and I'm going with uh, my underrated player is going to be Najee Harris. I mean, he is. Uh, what is I, that? So I didn't see that in the doc. I am so happy. Ah, boy. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> uh, he, I mean, Najee Harris, the Steelers team has struggled quite a bit. Najee Harris, just on touches alone, has been fantasy relevant. RB8 right now. I mean, he has 102 touches already. He scored four touchdowns. He's averaging 5.7 targets or no receptions a game. Sorry about that. 5.7 receptions a game. This guy gets the ball so much. He's going to be fantasy relevant, stay fantasy relevant. He's definitely underrated right now. Yeah, Najee Harris. For sure. And to bring in another candy bar kind of thing, he is a, a, a Snickers, if you will. He's Mr. Consistent. No, let's 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 go with the – you guys can, can you guys do it on the fly? Mr. Consistent, who is the Snickers? For me, it's Najee Harris. Besides the first game, he has been in a range where he gets, you know, close to around 20 points, give or take like five or so points, which is kind of the range you want. But besides that first game, he has been consistently around that mark and not very many other people have. So for me, it's for for sure uh, Najee Harris. Mm. I I got one. Hey, go. Give me me a couple more seconds. Okay. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. My Snickers player – the guy that is super consistent is Jalen Hurts. Mm. Jalen Hurts, the only player to be in the top 12 at their position every single week this season. And it's because of his rushing upside. That, I mean, his floor is so high because of his rushing ability. This team is not that good. He's not the greatest thrower, but that means he's going to tuck it and run much like Lamar used to. Lamar has gotten better of a passer, and we've seen him run a little bit less. Yes, he still runs all the time, but we have seen him run less. Jalen Hurst is not to that point yet, so he still runs it quite a bit. They don't really run trust anyone in this backfield. Miles Sanders now hurt. Kenneth Gainwell, will he be there? Boston Scott's usually good whenever he comes in and takes over for injuries. Yeah. But Jalen Hurts, man, he has been so consistent all season long. He was my backup. He is, like, besides Najee Harris, I definitely looked at Jalen Hurts. Uh, Well, since this is, I had a couple ideas right now, I was thinking of Debo Samuel, but he did have a couple bad games. But that's because the offense wasn't doing that good. Uh, but I think Austin Eckler, he's had more than 10 touches every game. He's only had one game under 10 points, and that was when they got destroyed by Baltimore and that was just a bad game by the whole offense. But before that five or four straight games with 20 or more points, uh, again, gets multiple touches in the passing or in the receiving game and rushing number four overall back. I, I 
I would say Austin Eckler. Nice. I like it. Mm. All right. I actually have one. Okay. Producer Ian. Uh, somebody somebody who <clears throat> I don't think was expected, but Daryl Henderson has been serving my team really well. His worst game was his most recent one at 7.9 points. I mean, depending on your scoring. Uh, but every other week besides that, he's gotten 15, 15, 14, 16, 23, and then this last one is seven. Very consistent. I've been, I've been trying so, to trade for him in a lot of leagues. Yeah. So I, he, I can't get him. I actually I, traded him away in one league, too. Yeah. <laughs> that was to get Davin Cook, so. Uh, I mean, it's just if you – he's kind of expected to get you, well, 15 points every week, yeah. and that's kind of nice to have to be able to just be like, all right, he's – He's going to get me the points. Throwing at my RB2, and I'm going to, I'm guaranteed these points. Yeah, it's a great one. I love it. All right, that'll do it for today's podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you guys like what you hear, tell a friend, like, subscribe, wherever you guys are listening to this right now. All of our content, if you want to find more, we have articles coming out. Pro- producer Ian's got articles. Keone's got articles. Intern Aaron's got articles. You guys can find all of that stuff at daydreamermedia.com. You guys can also find us on Instagram at day underscore dreamer media and on Twitter at FF daydreamers. Remember, tell a friend, like, subscribe. We also are going live on Twitch on Mondays and Wednesdays. So go ahead and go find us on Twitch, daydreamer media. Follow us there. Uh, yeah, it'd be much appreciated. You guys got anything to plug? No. Uh, no. Again, is this weekend is be careful. Be yeah, safe. stay safe. Halloween. You know, uh, don't do anything stupid. And uh, yeah. Yeah. I like these uh, live in-person episodes. They're yeah, fun. This, I, yeah. I think this is our best episode ever. Yeah. Man, we were flowing. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Remember, you guys got to always stay dreaming. Stay dreaming. Stay spooky and stay dreaming. Stay dreaming.